Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 183 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. (laughs) I'm Harris. (laughs) That was the longest drawn out. I'm And this episode is sponsored by Savannah K. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you for being you. All right. We're switching it up. Today we are discussing the whole of chapter 33 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix fight and flight. I got, I was like, what do you mean we're switching it up? Like, what are we doing? Because I'm like, she didn't tell me. <laughs> it's not half a chapter. <laughs> It's not half a chapter, so make sure that you have read the entire chapter and you're ready to punch your way through the details. Oh, that's fine. We're punching. Megan, you have weekly profit news that I am super duper excited (laughs) about. Shout out to Tots. So am I. So today, actually, the day that we're recording this is... The day that Mina Lima has released the release date of the ver- of their version of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. That took way too long to get those words out of my mouth. I am sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, so it is being released October. <laughs> I already forgot. When is it? Is it you know, it would help if I actually I put a like link instead of just being like, where's the link? Mina Lena. Totally I'm just lying. going to their Instagram. Hold yeah, on one second. Link? Hold tight one Meg? second. I'm not going to stop talking so that there's no awkward pauses. All right. It is being published on the 19th of October this year. You can pre-order it on Mina Lima's website for the um, British edition signed by Mira and Eduardo. Or you can pre-order um, the Scholastic version on Amazon for America. Um, I pre-ordered it. I love Mina Lima's work. Um, and <gasps> what? I'm Whoa. on their website and there's a, a preview of a drawing. And guess which one it is. Oh my God. Is it Mrs. Norris? It's Mrs. Norris. Show <laughs> me the tail. All right, in the doc, it's on. I just posted the link. Just click that and scroll down. Wait, 
It it looks pretty go, knotted go. if I do say so myself. Is it knotted? It looks knotted. Go back to the second mm. one. I th- yeah. Hold on. You I see it. it. I so um <laughs> So I want to <laughs> preface this here with saying that supporting something like this in my opinion is more so supporting Mino Lima. Mino Lima deserves the support and again you can always counter your purchases with a donation to a um organization that helps the trans community um but Mina Lima is their own entity and they are great artists. And that is why I am buying this book. Um, they're some of my favorite graphic designers. So again, just, you know, purchase at your own discretion. Um, again, just like counter purchases. If that is an option for you with a donation. Um, but this book looks beautiful. Yeah, when people geek out about like celebrities, you know, that's me and Meg in front of Mina Lima. We're like, oh my Honestly. god, they're our heroes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, well, I like it. I don't need any more books, so yeah, I, I can't. You'll get it. I've also there's a there's a ton of <laughs> book ban in my house, so I'm not allowed to buy any more books. That's never stopped you. I mean, this is true. <laughs> Well, I'm sending you some, but that's not purchase. But I didn't buy them. Right. So is it the same thing? Do I have anywhere to put them? No. My one dresser now has stacks of books. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've started uh, um, finding creative ways to keep books in the house. <laughs> uh, so also another bit of weekly profit news is we want to announce where we have donated um, for our Patreon from January and February. Uh, Tiffany, do you want to talk about yeah. January? Well, it's both, isn't it? Oh, is it just well, January? You could talk Yours about the two that you donate to. Okay, yeah. so really amazing having patrons because I, I, every time we donate, I think like otherwise I wouldn't we wouldn't be able to do stuff like this. So that is amazing. So um, unfortunately, I had uh, an uncle very close to me pass away a few years ago. I think it was like my second year like teaching. So maybe 2013. I can't remember what year exactly. Um, passed away from esophageal cancer. And so I asked my cousins, you know, if we could as Swish and our patrons make a donation in his name. And we are fortunate enough to have the funds to make donations to two places in my uncle Jerry's name. So one was to the exact hospice that helped him out. And then the other was to esophageal cancer research. And so I have my uncle to thank for introducing me to one of my all time favorite fandoms, which is the legend of Zelda. And so he just, helped foster that nerddom. He was always so kind and just creative and helpful. And we all miss him dearly. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you patrons for, for, you know, giving to us and enabling us to give back to others. So that was, that was January. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we couldn't do these things without you. And it, I love 
having a chat every month with the girls to try to figure out where we want to support this whatever month we're talking about. Um, and it's just amazing that every month that we go on, the amount that we get to donate goes up. So again, yeah. it's $1 for every patron. Um, so thank you guys so much again. Um, and then for February, we wanted to stick with a um, with an organization that focused it, that focused on um, that focused on LGBT, but also helped the black community because of it being Black History Month. Um, it's important to highlight that and talk about it and stay educated. So we wanted we donated to the Marsha P. Johnson Foundation. Um, she is inspirational. And if you don't know who she is, I highly recommend reading up on her. There are documentaries on Netflix about her. She paved the way really for LGBT rights in America. I mean, around the world, really. Um, but so it, you know, it's a great cause. And thank you guys for allowing us to be able to donate um, to her foundation for February. So make sure that you follow us on Spotify by clicking the follow button on our page and share this episode with your friends by clicking the three dots in the corner of the episode page. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Swish Flickcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going, and it also gives you access to our exclusive Discord channel, trivia games, Swish swag boxes, and more. Thank you all so much for your support. Uh, Do those me- three little dots. Reminder, the meatball menu. Go yes. Yes. <laughs> No, I just, I want everybody to do me a favor right now, especially if you're in Discord. But if you're listening to this, when you're listening to this, do me a favor. Share the episode on your social media. Just go and do it because (laughs) you never know who might also like Harry Potter and, you know, generally being weird and, and, and a little wild. (laughs) So, <laughs> go and share it on your social media that's the best way to like get word out is like just word of mouth recommendation from your friends so go tag us share it tell me you love me you know what they say sharing is caring it is mm-hmm. it is so go recap <laughs> we're just out there today <laughs> yeah <laughs> you were like <laughs> it's time uh, for the recap all right recap so for the second time harry broke into umbridge's office and the only one home at grimald place is creature and according to him sirius isn't home and won't be returning home from the department of mysteries we know he's lying he doesn't really know anything but harry believes him And Umbridge catches Harry, literally pulls him from the fire and tries to get him to spill the truth um, with Veritaserum from Snape. But she used it all, so eh. But she comes unhinged, puts Snape on probation, because that makes sense. And then Hermione fake breaks down and admits to this weapon that Dumbledore has been developing. And I think we left off with them going to lead her to this, quote, weapon. Yeah. So, to summarize... 
they they Harry, Hermione, and Umbridge, they're walking out of the school. They're the walking new trio. Yeah. <laughs> the ugh, trio. Um, they're walking past Hagrid's hut. She's crazy. She being Umbridge. They walk into the forest so Hermione can show her the weapon. Things go a little bit awry when they meet the centaurs because Umbridge is just a nasty human because she insults them a lot. And they don't take very kindly to that. But then Grop comes a swing because he wants to know where Hagar is. Hagar! Um, he didn't even... I was, like, surprised because I don't didn't remember this. He even was like, where is Hagar? Sentences, Yeah, man. Yeah. He remembered Hermie. Ultimately, Herm. the centaurs leave, but they're not alone when they leave. Um, and then the rest of the group, like Ron, Ginny, Luna, and Neville, they find Harry and Hermione. They make a plan to get out of the forest to go to London, um, which angers some, but, you know, we'll get there. But like Peter Pan, they can fly. They can fly. <laughs> they can fly. Creative. Very Cute. Creative. So we have Hermione's plan or make it up as you go. <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> well, I think, I think that like part of this is, is Hermione wants to see like the good in everyone. So she doesn't think that it's going to go the way it goes because, well, I don't think you can ever realize like how truly nasty someone is. So she doesn't think, Umbridge is gonna can get any nastier than she is, right? Well, let's see. And then with the centaurs, <laughs> I don't think she thought that was gonna happen. To they don't you know. know what she knows yeah. that they know. Things got a little out of hoof. Oh what? my! They have hands. Yeah, there's also have... hands, <laughs> hoof and hands <laughs> for hoofs and hands. <laughs> for hooves and hands. Somebody remember. Somebody remember. Okay. So Harry was clueless with what Hermione was planning or if she even had a plan. And I think that probably had like half a plan. Yeah. It's like, yep. I know where we're going to go. I'm not sure what we're exactly going to do when we get there. So Harry was walking at about half a pace behind her down the corridor, knowing that if he looked like he didn't know where they were going, then the plan was going to be doomed from the start. So he's kind of like... This is improv, you guys. He's very, very good at improv acting. Umbridge is walking so What's close. What's the location? Hogwarts. <laughs> Corridor. Humbridge. Humbridge. <laughs> she has everything to play. Oh, Umbridge. gosh. Anyways, Umbridge. Gosh. Uh, was walking so closely behind Harry that he could hear her ragged breathing. And I said, gross. Oh, don't do that. I don't that like that. Bad. That's horrible. <laughs> I apologize <laughs> to everyone. And <laughs> Arthur. Not Arthur. Oh, hey, Arnold. Hey, Ar <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, that kid. <laughs> hey, Arthur. It's DW. <laughs> I can't. I got stuck in my stuff. It's the aardvark with the football head. <laughs> um, but I for whoever's by Helga, who's always breathing behind her. Mm -hmm. Oh god, I forget I his name. His name. <laughs> oh, good show. Good times. I don't even know what I was talking about. So Umbridge. Hermione, Humbridge, Hermione led the way down the stairs into the entrance hall. Dinner is going on, and. No one in there has a clue like what's going on, and Harry finds it 
kind of amazing that they don't have a care in the world when he is like falling apart completely. And that just makes me sad. Hermione walks straight out the front doors, down the stone steps, into the balmy night air, and the sun is setting towards the tops of the trees of the Forbidden Forest. And at this point, Umbridge is like jogging to keep up because her wee little legs are much shorter than Harry and Hermione's. <laughs> Felt that wee little personally. Legs. A wee little legs with wee little bits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling squirrely tonight. It's been a very long day. We had brisket for dinner. <laughs> I had a lot of meat. <laughs> Got the meat sweats. Oh my God. So Umbridge is also starting to ask a lot of questions. I think she's starting to get worried with like the direction that they're going. So at first she's a little, mo- she's not nervous right now because she asks if it's in Hagrid's hut and Hermione plays it into her hatred and she's like, no, duh. Hagrid might have set it off by accident. And she goes, quote, yes, said Umbridge, whose excitement seemed to be mounting. Yes, he would have done. Of course, the great half-breed oaf, she laughed. Harry felt a strong urge to swing around and seize her by the throat, Ooh. but resisted. His scar was throbbing in the soft evening air, but it had not burned white hot, not yet burned white hot, as he knew it would if Voldemort had moved in for the kill. So he's already starting to get this, like, understanding of Voldemort's emotions. If you think about that sentence right there, like, he knows it was probably the Horcrux, right? (laughs) (laughs) That part is. But I think wanting to seize Umbridge by the the throat. What is wrong? Was all Harry. (laughs) I mean, well, we know that he's got anger issues. And I don't, like, at, at this moment in time, like, He's already panicking about this whole situation and it's taking longer than he wanted. And we already know how he feels about Umbridge. Everything's heightened. Yeah. Intense. Yeah. But I do, I do like that. He's like thinking more along the lines of like, all right, Scar feels like this. Voldemort's doing this. And he's kind of like understanding Voldemort a little bit more, which in the end helps him out. All right. Umbridge continues to ask questions. Hermione tells her that the weapons in the forest, duh, has to be somewhere that the students aren't going to find it. And then Umbridge doesn't really seem to like this idea so much. She sounds a little bit apprehensive about where she's going. She tells the two of them to stay in front of her. And Harry's like, oh, (laughs) cool. Can I have your wand then for the light to go into the forest? And I said that this was a solid effort. (laughs) (laughs) but kind of dumb (laughs) i love it it's just like i mean it's like shooting the shot at the at the half court right megan you just gotta do it you gotta do it at the buzzer what does that like curry that you you miss all the shots that you don't take what does that say michael scott wayne gretzky yeah but what what exactly is that quote you miss 100 percent of the shots that you don't take there you go i couldn't remember you miss 100 (laughs) percent of the tapes you don't rewind is that from Shoots Creek? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Love it. So she goes, quote, No, I don't think so, Mr. Potter, said Umbridge sweetly, poking him in the back with it. And then she tells a bold-faced lie, quote, The ministry places a rather higher value on my life than yours, I'm afraid. You think afraid. that's a lie? Yeah. I don't think so. At this point in time, that's a lie. It, but I, in 
in the broad scheme of things, Harry being the chosen one, if we're talking about the truth. No. 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 I don't I think at this point in time she's being very honest that they would get her out before they got him out. I'm just because saying if that they left him there, worth more. problem solved. Voldemort's not back. He's no longer speaking. It's cool. Well, then everybody dies. Well, yes. I'm not saying this is correct. Well, they changed their tune next year. Well, yeah, because he's back. Like in the ministry, full jaw. Mm-hmm. I'm here, mm-hmm. been oh, here back. for a year. Mm-hmm. So as they reached the first set of trees, Harry tried to catch Hermione's eye, but this was no good because she just gave Umbridge a contemptuous look and went right in. So no wand, no light, and at a pace that Umbridge was having a really hard time keeping up with. Quote, is it very far in? Umbridge asked as her robe ripped on a bramble. Oh, yes, said Hermione. Yes, it's well hidden. Harry's misgivings increased. Hermione was not taking the path they had followed to visit Grop, but one that he had followed three years ago to the lair of the monster Aragog. And as you, as you, if you don't remember, he's still kicking. And Hermione had not been with him on that occasion, so he doubted that she had any idea what danger lay at the end of it. And I said, panic at the forest. Because he is starting to freak. Was that their name before they became <laughs> Panic at the Disco? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If you're if you're wondering what a bramble is, please tell me. I have the information. I'm so happy. I think you're gonna find is it like them. a geranium. I was. Is it when you ramble about so much? To say you just that blab. Yes, that's it. I don't need to say anything else. She ripped it. it. She ripped her robe on a blab. (laughs) (laughs) So a bramble is any rough, tangled, prickly shrubbery, usually in the genus Rubus, which I thought was cool. Isn't there brambles in um, Sleeping Beauty? I don't know. I think so. But here's a cool fact. They usually grow blackberries, raspberries, or dewberries, which I don't know what that means. D E W. I'm gonna look at dewberries, not to be confused with other berries. I know a lot like of Harold berries. Harold Dingle. Shout out to Dingle. Umbridge asks if this is the right way, and Hermione tells her, "Yeah." And she's trying to be loud. She's yelling back. She's like, it's a bit further in. And Harry's singing to himself like, please shut up. There's things in here that want to kill us and eat us. (laughs) Megan. So Sarah brought this up before we started recording. Um, But I think in the in the Umbridge Felix file or at some other point on the on the pod, we talked about how we didn't think that Hermione, her intention was to or she, we didn't think Hermione's intention was to take Umbridge to the centaurs. But I think it yeah. was. No, it mm-hmm. very much was because um, I hadn't read this in a long time. So I'm yeah. like kind of like hitting myself over it. Like, shoot, yeah. I should have. <laughs> I, I did this when I was this reading it. I, I was wasn't like, oh. sure. Yeah, I did. Yeah, the same I know. Thing I was like I was reading, reading it, and I'm like, "Oh, dang!" Mm-hmm. We were like really going going we were, hot on that. We were wrong. <laughs> we were we were wrong. So, um, so she was not taking him to Grop because it says in the passage 
that Hermione was not taking the path they had followed to visit Grop, but the one he had followed three years ago to the lair of the monster Aragog. Which Hermione might not know that that's the pathway to Aragog. She, she has no, no way idea. That she would, yeah. So Tiffany that's why she's being that. loud, though. She's being yes. loud because she's trying to attract the centaurs because she knows from the last time that they were in there with Hagrid that the centaurs said if an adult comes, if a human who is an why adult comes in. Why don't you just take the rest in. of my section? <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. Like, I'm pretty sure Tiffany One already said half of what you said. <laughs> we didn't think it was her intention to take them to the centaurs it was but i just don't think that the outcome was what she expected yeah because um, no, sometimes her mind is just she, a little yeah. naive which i mean nobody's perfect besides you know mary poppins who's practically perfect in every way <laughs> brandon prime also pointed out what i also said in the <laughs> hey did you know that she she didn't know where Aragog lived <laughs> Aragog. Everybody say it. King of the arachnids. <laughs> Your body will decay, but your spirit <laughs> lingers, lingers on. on. It's been a while. It has been a while. Thank you. you yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. So we Aragog, Aragog, blah, blah, blah. were incorrect. So we're recanting our. We were wrong. We were recanting <laughs> all our I'm saying. statement on that. All right. So. Hermione's yelling, right? And Harry's starting to panic in the fo- panic at the forest, right? Panic at the forest. Panic in the forest. Panic. <laughs> and during this time, Umbridge tripped over, uh, tripped and fell over a sapling. And I said, "Sips tea." <laughs> Is it sweet tea? No. And I said. <laughs> Tea. I had to let everybody know that I'm just pointing out the fact that she tripped and fell down. So here we go. Well, she doesn't have far to go. So by this time, Harry gets a chance to talk to Hermione and he tells her like under his breath, he's like, you need to keep your voice down. We could be heard by anything in here. And we get like the smallest little opening into her plan. And she's like, I want to be heard. Quote, you'll see. Oh boy, do they. So they keep walking for a long time and they were so deep in the forest that the tree canopy blocks out all the light and the sun's going down anyway. So everything is dark. They don't they're not holding any wands. They're just walking. And Harry has the gut feeling that they're being watched. Good gut cuz guess what? An arrow flies through the air and lands with a menacing thud in the tree just over their heads. The air was suddenly full of the sound of hooves. Harry could feel the forest floor trembling. Umbridge gave a little scream and pushed him in front of her like a shield. She's, what a little bad word. She's just the lamest. She is the lamest. Harry pulls himself. Well, so she's holding him like a shield, right? So Harry, like, yanks himself free of her. He turns around, and there's about 50. Is that magical? Oh, that was horrid. There we go. 50 centaurs emerging on every side of them. Their bows were loaded and raised, pointing at the three of them. New trio. Meanwhile, Umbridge (laughs) is making little whimpering sounds of terror, and Hermione was looking pretty pleased with herself for now. 
quote, Who are you? said a voice. Harry looked left. The chestnut-bodied centaur called Magorian was walking toward them out of the circle. His bow, like the others, was raised. On Harry's right, Umbridge was still whimpering, her wand trembling violently as she pointed it at the advancing centaur. I asked you who you are, human, said Magorian roughly. Who's Magorian? We've talked about him. I don't know, him. Tiffany, tell me. Refresher. Magorian what is would, a... What would you call it? Magorian. You didn't want to say, like, a recap? No. You should have. <laughs> That's, That's overused. <laughs> I heard a meow. So, Magorian was a centaur that lived in the Forbidden Forest and appeared to be the leader of the centaurs. The leader. Is he the leader of the pack? He's the leader of the pack. Vroom, vroom. That's a sad song. Yeah, we know. Well, actually, probably most people listening to this might not know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, youngins. All right. Are you ready for Dolores Jane Umbridge to... Uh, Wait, did you tell us about him? Yeah, I just... Oh. We talked about him in depth before. Yeah. Said he was the leader don't of the Don't you love that I centaurs. don't remember anything that just happened? Yeah, you're fine. Was sitting here. He's the leader of the pack. Yeah, leader of the pack. We just talked about it. So she gets a little bit of like... Mm, I have a wand. I'm better than you. So she says, I am Dolores Umbridge, said Umbridge in a high-pitched, terrified voice. Hold on. Let me do that again. I am Dolores Umbridge. She's terrified, right? Senior Undersecretary to the Minister of Magic and Headmistress and High Inquisitor of Hogwarts. That was good, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You are from the Ministry of Magic. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody be narrator. <laughs> Said Mandragora, except that's not his name. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mandragora! Mandrake and Magorian! <laughs> he plays for Scrooge Mirror United. <laughs> you just oh John Travolta. Oh, Try it again. What's his name? Magorian. Magorian. <laughs> the etymology of that is as follows. Said Magorian. As many of the centers in the surrounding circles shifted restlessly. That's right. Said Umbridge in an even higher voice. So be very careful. <laughs> by the laws laid down by the Department of, for the Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures, any attack by half-breeds such as yourselves on a human... What? You don't say those words to centaurs in their homeland? You probably shouldn't say those words to anybody. No. Calling anybody a half-breed. Say it in Bart's voice. (laughs) Say what? (laughs) Give me a line. I am Dolores Umbridge. She doesn't. Bart doesn't say it like that, though. (laughs) I'm Dolores Umbridge, man. Hey, man. I'm like Dolores Umbridge, man. <laughs> so be very careful, man, because by the laws laid down by like the Department for the Regulation and Control, control of Magical Creatures, man, you know that one, man. Any attack by like a uh, half breed man, such as like you on a human, man. <laughs> oh, oh, now I'm tired. Uh, All right, my part's <laughs> ended. Tell me, you what is the ramifications? I was waiting for that, huh? The very last line of your section. Rut row. Thank you. There I said, go. I said, ruh, ruh. <laughs> I was waiting for that too before I took over because I was excited to hear you say it. 
Um, so at this point, Umbridge has clearly made a massive mistake. Um, and Bane growls at her and was like, what did you call us? And at this point, Hermione is realizing how bad this is going. Like, I think at this point, this is not what she was expecting in any way, shape or form. So she is scared and she furiously tries to tell Umbridge not to call him that. And Umbridge didn't appear to have heard her. I'm sure she did, but she's just pretending like she didn't. Um, And Umbridge continues and points her wand at the centaurs. Another Um, Mm no-no. And says, Law 15b states clearly that any attack by a magical creature who's deemed to have near-human intelligence, red flag, and therefore considered responsible for its actions, now Magorian... Mm, well, you can say that name so quickly. I want to never forget that. Also, we need to we need to get a team of people who have like mispronounced names and make sure that we need seven players. They're all scrub here. They're all on Scrudge here United. Mandragorian is the uh team mascot. <laughs> oh god oh my gosh Look all right so he... <laughs> he's the team captain <laughs> this is again another example of why i'm so glad we can find things to laugh about in these chapters right? this is like a really dark part it, of this book it all comes down to me not being able to read or speak <laughs> i'm like literally like okay. i'm crying okay anyway so Magorian, happy tears repeats what umbridge said and says near human intelligence and the centaurs roared with rage and they pawed the ground um and then magorian continues we consider that a great insult human our intelligence thankfully far outstrips your own and then another centaur comes to the front he's described as a hard-faced gray centaur bellows what are you doing in our forest why are you here Um, And Umbridge at this point is shaking with fright and also indignation. And I will admit, I didn't fully know what that word meant. So I Googled it. And for anybody else who doesn't know, it is anger or annoyance provoked by what that person views as unfair treatment. So that means Umbridge thinks that she's being treated unfairly. (laughs) I want to say, Megan that i appreciate your honesty and not understanding (laughs) no 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 no. and truly this is teacher tiffany coming out because (laughs) so many people will just read over it skip it or just not even want to admit that they don't understand a word and it's very very good to make sure that you fully understand what you're reading and i think you are not the only one listen like there's listeners out there who probably didn't know what that meant either. So never be ashamed of things that you don't know. You should be ashamed if you don't go search for the answers. I will say I'm just glad that I'm doing this podcast because I am not one to normally look up words. It's good because I I was because I was like focused, honed in on this section. I was like fast read. I really want to know what like what she is thinking 
you know so i was like mm-hmm. okay, i've heard this word used a million times and i never fully understood it so it's so good annoyance. to to look it up it's so good yeah it is well done well, you um, get a gold star thank you send it to me in the mail she'll email you an expensive sticker (laughs) (laughs) only 50 cents uh anyway so umbridge is shaking with fright and indignation and says your forest i would remind you that you live here only because the ministry of magic permits you certain areas of land and again this is just the wrong thing to say she's literally She's just striking out <laughs> at every moment that she even has an opportunity. Um, so in the middle of her saying that, she gets like cut off after the use permits you certain areas of land. And an arrow flies so close to her head that it catches on her hair. And she Ooh. screams, throws her hands over her head while the centaurs laughed and pawed with their hooves. And then Bane says whose forest is it now human filthy half and this is umbridge now screaming she screams filthy half breeds beasts uncontrolled animals and hermione is like so desperate (laughs) she's screaming at umbridge to be quiet umbridge clearly has no morals so she casts incarcerus at magorian at this point um and again the centaurs just don't like witches and wizards and the fact that they use magic with a wand they they look down on all of that so she's first of all obviously insulting them she then talks about how she works for the ministry of magic which they dislike strongly and then uses a spell on one of them it's like three strikes and you're out lady like bad combination of things so um we I looked up Incarcerous because I didn't know if it's used anywhere else. And it actually is. Except, of course, my link didn't work. Okay, I must have messed it up. So um, this is not actually the first time that we've seen it used. Lupin uses it um, on Pettigrew. Uh, in he, is it verbal spell? Uh, no, it says thin oh, cords. Okay, <clears throat> thin cords shot from Lupin's wand this time. The next moment, Pettigrew was wriggling on the floor, bound and gagged. Okay, I was gonna say because I don't remember it being spoken. Said then. Yeah, yeah. Um, next up, it is again non-verbally. Actually, in Sorcerer, way back in Sorcerer's Stone, it's used non-verbally by Quirrell um, to bind and gag Harry. Uh, when at the end the stone, yeah. of the book yeah um, Snape uses it on Sirius as well in Prisoner it's like mm-hmm. it's kind of it's just so weird because like it's literally all over the place in these books so well and I feel like it's one of those things like like those guys don't use verbal spells like all the time like they're right. advanced that's not what they're doing they're just you know using the wand and it's happening so, i wonder why she yells it probably because to let she's us not that good i would agree with that statement <laughs> she's not as good of, of a like w- oh, as the witches that they are think about like what the marauders were doing it at hogwarts as students right. she wouldn't be able to do that now you know what mm, i mean so she's totally. not as powerful as they are she's not as talented as they are so yeah. she's got to say the words because she's 
Omrage. Say in the words. So then in at the end of Goblet of Fire, Peter uses it against Harry on the gravestone mm-hmm. to tie him to the gravestone. Uh, Dumbledore then uses it on Barty Crouch Jr. or Judy. Shout out to Judy. God, I miss Judy. Do it in a what's-his-face voice. Uh, uh, Phil's- God, I miss the Judy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then the only time we see it in Order of the Phoenix is right now. Dolores Umbridge using it against Megorian. We will see it again at the end of six. Harry tries to use it on Inferi. Um, and Dolohov uses it on Ron Weasley in Deathly Hollows at the cafe. Um, Draco Gosh. uses it on Harry. Jeez, people whipping cords around everywhere. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm confused. When does Draco use it with Harry? Oh, in Cursed Child. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I don't um, remember that. And then at the end of six, Harry tries to use it on Snape, but is unsuccessful whenever he's fleeing Hogwarts during the Battle of the Astronomy Tower after Dumbledore dies. Don't. So this is hugely recurring. What? Brand new information. I dies. (laughs) God, you guys, that's no, that's that's the all right, we had to get through serious first, okay? Which is gonna be so a long sad. time, Tiffany. Like a long time. <laughs> All right, I'm moving on. Um, so, so this is a spell that definitely um, is recurring in like in every book, which I thought was interesting. Um, so the other centaurs charged and Harry grabbed Hermione and pulled her to the ground and they, the centaurs leapt over them and went around them directly to Umbridge. You two are too much no, for me. I'm actually crying because I had the realization. I was so excited to get to six and I was like, why am I excited? Oh, it's so sad. I have real tears. Sorry, Megan. Oh like, but right. think about how close we are. Do you want to go? Do you want to go back to do that part where I'm not crying? Well, you can keep going if you <laughs> I, want. I don't care. I'll just oh, keep going. Go. Um, I want everybody to know that you were crying. I am so, crying. So sad. <laughs> so Harry hears Umbridge shriek behind him and Hermione, and she's yelling no i am senior undersecretary you cannot unhand me you animals no and umbridge attempts to stun one of them but it is unsuccessful her wand falls to the ground and harry thinks in his head if only i could reach it but then it is stepped on and snapped directly in half by a centaur Uh, and bane then carries her off deeper into the forest along with other centaurs and they kind of hear her yelling and screaming fade um as they take her deeper into the forest so i do think that there is purposeful ambiguity here about what happens um is it too dark to write into the books possibly do they just drag her off and give her a good scare possibly we really don't know uh we Mm -hmm. could speculate for hours about what happens to umbridge and we literally do on the umbridge felix files so i don't really want to repeat that conversation again um there are 
a ton of theories on Reddit as well, all the way from the absolutely terrible up to no, like there, there's no way that it would have gotten to that point before Dumbledore would have come in and like saved her from the centaurs. Cause we do know that Dumbledore gets her out of the forest. Do we know mm-hmm. how quickly <sighs> once no. he was, once he was back, yeah, it was probably the next day when they got back from because they oh yeah so yeah, they're yeah. at the department they're Not at the long. ministry like all night and he probably went back whenever they literally returned to the, after he was probably done talking to Harry maybe or before is it in there I don't know um I can look I'm gonna look because okay. because he has like that whole really long conversation with Harry so I don't know if he went after or before. So I, I do think that it is, there's a reason why we aren't told. I don't think that it is necessarily, I mean, like Harry's not going to know because again, we're reading these books from Harry's perspective and Harry's only told what Dumbledore tells him, um, which isn't a lot as we know. Thanks, Dumbledore. (laughs) But like I said, we literally talk for hours about it on the umbridge felix files um and it's really dark and hard to talk about so we're just gonna move on from that so at this point hermione and harry are both pulled to their feet by the hard-faced gray centaur and another centaur and ronin is also there as well so ronin said that they do not attack them because they are young um, Hermione's breathless and says the wrong thing here and just goes, please, please don't attack us. We don't think like her. We aren't Ministry of Magic employees. Should have ended it there. Don't say anything else. Then mm. she goes on to say, we only came in here because we hoped you'd drive her off for us. So they did not like that answer. Yes, Sarah. I'm thinking that she's thinking that they are going to be more along the lines of friends where he would help them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. He has helped them. They're not, they're not, not so much. Mm-hmm. And we see that later on too, with the battle of Hogwarts where friends was there from start. <laughs> um, and they did not uh, join in until the second half of the battle post Harry getting, like hit with the killing curse and everyone thinks he's dead because Hagrid's like are you guys happy now like blah 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 and then they fight right Mm -hmm. I think that Hermione tends to see the best in people Mm -hmm. or think the best of people so because she sees Ferenz she is probably like you said thinking that there's got to be others in the forest like Ferenz and hopefully somebody will speak up for them and everything will be okay um plus i think she was banking on the fact that they're underage and they said that they're not going to hurt them so hopefully they will get umbrage off of our feet but not do anything to us yes off of our feet yeah like you know they're running away from her no what (laughs) don't you mean back back? yeah back (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> get off oh, my feet man get off my get off feet, my feet. <laughs> um so i was i'm just jumping back because i think i found some evidence to say that dumbledore went and got umbridge out of the forest 
after he had the conversation with Harry at the end of this book, because Harry, uh, the chapter, chapter 37, the lost prophecy starts with Harry arriving in Dumbledore's office. And then like after a quick little tiny conversation with Phineas Nigellus, um, it says the empty fireplace burst into emerald green flames and Dumbledore came out of the fireplace. So he had no time to go into the forest. True. Yes. Oh, okay. So you're saying after he had his little combo with Harry. So he wasn't, mm-hmm. she wasn't with them. She, days. Not, I no, whatever she was, was like, probably with them. Not even 24 hours. Okay. I would say. Got it. Okay. Um, so I thought that this was interesting on the Harry Potter fandom wikia. There is a page for what is called the skirmish in the forbidden forest. That is what like skirmish. this little fight is called a skirmish. Um, so it is a conflict that took place in the forbidden forest on the 17th of June, 1996. And hold on. There was something I wanted I to feel like it's here. later than that, but whatever. What? I yeah, it's no. later, like day wise. What like, what day in June? The seventeenth. The sixth, uh seventeenth. Isn't that what you just said? You said yeah, yeah, six. the seventeenth. Hmm. Right in the thick of it. <laughs> um so let's see. The the centaurs made no, not here. Hold on. As the centaurs turned on the children, Hermione protested, saying that centaurs did not hurt foals, young humans, and that they meant no harm, unlike Umbridge, and were not from the Ministry of Magic like her. Hermione accidentally insulted the centaurs, however, by saying that they had wanted the centaurs to drive Umbridge off for them. And the centaurs took this as wizards thinking that centaurs existed to do their bidding. Um, and in the book Bane solely carries Umbridge off into the forest but in the film she's carried off by two centaurs neither of which seem to be Bane so they mm. didn't care about that I guess in the movies um, and also in the film none of the centaurs speak to Umbridge or the children it just kind of like happens <laughs> I do like that line they put mm. in the movie mm. of tell him I mean no harm and Harry's like I must not tell oh. lies oh, oh, yeah. so good. Yeah, that, 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 so was, good. that was really good that was really good. Uh, Sorry, Professor. I must not tell lies. <laughs> um, so the centaurs basically come to the conclusion that they treated the centaurs like slaves to the humans and that they expected them to just do their bidding. And they said that they should join the woman. Um, mm-hmm. However, at the moment that they make the decision to punish them, a crashing noise comes from the edge of the clearing and the centaurs drop Harry and Hermione and their hands fly to their bows and arrows, and Grop appears, and the centaurs look ready to attack. Everybody is just, like, armed and ready to shoot their arrows right at Grop, and ropes Ugh. trailed from both of his ankles. Here comes Super Grop. Katie, you gotta do the voice. I'll try. How, wait, how many days has it, it hasn't been that long since Hagrid, right, has left? I don't think so. Uh, it feels long. I know. I'm just long. worried because I haven't seen him and I don't want him to be like sad and lonely. I don't think it's been long. Yeah. Because or actually, like... hasn't it been a week? Because didn't they say that the end of the exams, it would take a. Oh, well, this, is, this is the day. This is the last right. day of exams is this day 
because it's still happening because that's when Harry has the dream. So, so it was like, like a couple of days. How many? I think it's only been a couple of oh, days. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think it's just yeah, a couple of days. So he's probably, I mean, yeah, he would be wondering since he hasn't seen him in a couple of days. And I don't think the tree has been down there. Um, I just want to point out in representation for all the half breeds, I'm wearing my Remus Lupin shirt today. So, oh my God, <laughs> I love he's, you. He's the best half breed there is. Um, all right, so here comes Grop showing up. He calls out, Hagger. Yes. And Harry has no idea what that's supposed to mean, what language that is. He doesn't really care because he's too busy watching Grop's feet, which are almost as long as Harry's whole body. I don't know if that's really a lot, a lot because Harry's very short. Well, <laughs> but... I think Dan is short, but Harry is supposed to be tall. Yeah. So he's at yeah. least f- probably five something. So that's a big foot. So he's like a DeVito and a half? Sure. Okay. I would say like five seven. That's my guess. I don't know how tall Harry is. So but. like one and one third DeVitos? Sure. <laughs> I'm think of Doritos. rounding up here. I know. Uh-huh. Now I want some chips. How many Doritos would one DeVito uh. be? <laughs> Are we talking like the pristine exact triangle shaped well, yeah. Dorito yeah. <laughs> instead anybody, of the ones that are curled <laughs> anybody remember 3D Doritos yes those yeah. are so good Do you remember and wow aren't, they like, aren't they no. like back what <gasps> yeah there was a Super Bowl commercial right oh I would like to have some 3D Doritos and drink a Surge <laughs> dude oh my gosh they have Surge Surge still exists yeah no way we just drank it where did we get it is. from the dollar store we got it from the dollar store. It's a right. Dollar Tree. <laughs> Are you saying Matthew McConaughey? Is that what that's supposed to be? Or is that another <laughs> Matthew? <laughs> oh, the one where he was like going like flat and go went into the yeah. vending machine. I've never okay. had Surge, nor I don't think I've ever seen it. It will rot it's just your like insides. Really even sweeter Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> I hate Mountain Dew. You know when you say um, you feel like you have sweaters on your teeth? It's oh, immediate yeah. sweaters. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for 3D nachos coming back. 3D Doritos. <laughs> 3D Doritos. The challenge was to bite off all the corners without cracking it, but then it yes. looked like a little underwear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I don't think I've ever eaten a 3D Dorito. <gasps> it's been a minute. You know what I really like is Mountain Dew, the live wire, the orange. That was good. Oh, that I drank good. Mountain Dew once because I, like I was black. so tired at work. When I was in high school, I had to get up at like 5 o'clock in the morning to go to work at like 5.30. Um, I took one sip and I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> it's pretty coffee wasn't Coffee wasn't cutting it for me because it was just, you know, so early. You got to do the do. They, they have a melon do out right now that I want to try. I want to try it too. Like a watermelon? Yeah. yeah. Go check your local gas station. <laughs> <laughs> Kate. Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Go check your loot. <laughs> oh God, we've talked what? about a lot of not Harry Potter for the past twenty minutes. It's book club. This is what you do, Ooh, right? Like Take some water. That's strange. Go ahead. Kate. Anyway, <laughs> so the Kate. centaurs. Go silent, unlike my cat. He responded to me. I looked at him. I said, Iggy. He was like, (laughs) So the centaurs go silent. They're staring up at Grop, and Grop's looking around as if he's like dropped something. Like he's looking for something. 
And he yells again, Hagar. And um, Mandragoric tells him to go away. And that he's not welcome among them. Is he looking for Merle? What? <laughs> Merle. Say it together. Merle. 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 What's the what's the word? What's the next word he's saying? Merle Haggard? <laughs> You're old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm younger than you. I know, but I wouldn't make a Merle Haggard joke. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> the O'Malley's have broken. They're broke. <laughs> who makes this joke? the leader of the pack so. <laughs> it's geriatric hour <laughs> i really like that song oh uh, okay I'm he so was an american country singer songwriter guitarist and fiddler right. i can't believe you don't know who merle is. i don't know who that is <laughs> but anyway <laughs> <laughs> so grop stoops even lower and he bellows this time and some of the centaurs are looking worried and it dawns on Hermione she tells Harry she's like oh my god he's trying to say Hagrid so Grop catches sight of them and he stares at them and he finally goes Hermie (laughs) (laughs) and this is the best Hermione goes goodness he remembered and then grop was like Hermie, where's Hagrid?" and she's like i don't know i'm sorry grop i don't know and he says grop want hagger so oh. this is kind of cool i don't know if it's we're talking cute. about that on hero right before we recorded like he's talking and broken yes but sentences Hagrid has yeah. been able to teach him some english i love it pretty great english yeah. is a very difficult language to learn so props to him that's why I thought that a goose and a geese were two different animals because English yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So Grop goes to swoop one of his hands down on them. Hermione screams, she runs, she falls over. Um, and Harry's like, he's wandless, but he's ready to fight. Like he says, like punch, bite, whatever he's got to do. But the centaurs <laughs> were waiting for him, for Grop to do exactly this. So they start launching arrows at him. And this little line was so sad it says that they peppered his face and that's like such i mean it's a sad vision but like you can see exactly what the author meant um and he's howling in pain and rage he's rubbing his face so he's like breaking the arrows on his face digging them in deeper Mm. so he's in a lot of pain um he's stamping his feet centaurs are scattering um also from the book pebble-sized droplets of blood rain down on harry hermione this is important later otherwise i wouldn't bring it up because it's gross Mm -hmm. um and they run as fast as they can because they don't really want to get stamped on so grop's grabbing at the centaurs they're all running away hermione is shaking so bad she's like he he might kill them all and harry's like at the moment not really that fussed about it if i'm honest which is (laughs) you know harry i don't know um so other, <laughs> other, thing, other things are on his mind i think that's true off the cuff statement especially since he thinks that they were just about to like hurt Do, him yeah, and Hermione as well yeah yeah um but the sounds of the fight do grow fainter and then harry's scar gives this big throb and he has this wave of terror sweep over him and he's like oh my god we wasted so much time breathing further now than we were from rescuing Sirius and I don't have my wand 
and we're stuck in the middle of the forest and we have no means of getting to the ministry. So he is angry with Hermione and he goes, smart plan, really smart plan. Where do we go from here? And Hermione's like, well, we just need to get back up to the castle. And Harry says, by the time we've done that, Sirius will probably be dead. No, Harry, Sirius is sitting and feeding Buckbeak and everything's fine. Just go back to the castle. <laughs> the castle. Uh, so they're all, they're now alone. It's just the two of them. And Hermione's like, Harry, how do you expect to get to London without wands? And then a voice behind them is like, yeah, we're also wondering about that. So they're oh like, gosh. so Harry and Hermione move instinctively together, peering through the trees. Ooh, who's there? As Ron came into sight with Ginny, Neville and Luna hurrying along behind him. Mm-hmm. All of them looked a little worse for the wear. There were several long scratches running along the oh. or running the length of Ginny's cheek. A large purple lump was swelling right above right Neville's right eye. I almost called him Revel. Uh, Ron's lip was bleeding worse than ever, but they all were looking rather pleased with themselves. I just, I'm reading this and I'm like, you all are in for it. Yeah. So Harry asks them how they got there. A little of this, a little of that, you know. So Ron gives them their wands back. (laughs) Um, And one of the things, because I thought that was, well, not funny, but kind of, um, is that Ginny hit Malfoy with a bat bogey hex, which I'm pretty sure we've talked about before. I'm going to remind y'all. It's gross. That um, it's a hex that transforms (laughs) the target's boogers. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Into large bats. Does it matter if you blew your nose before you have this hex? What if they you? escape the tissue in the trash? I think that. Oh my they, god! They will. They will come out of your sinus cavities no matter okay. what. If your if All your right. nose is clean. So um, what if I just out. used a neti pot? <laughs> oh. I don't okay. think it goes into your sinus cavities that are in your skull. It goes up and around. It doesn't go up, in, and down. Hmm. What's happening? Sarah is having real life knowledge (laughs) Well, we're just like but what if also be very careful using a neti pot read the directions and follow them if you choose to no there's people that don't and then people get sick yes so the the hex turns the bogeys the bugars into large bats that fly out of the victim's nose Um, the spell was invented by Miranda Goshak I believe and this is according to a book of spells. I don't know what this is. F- oh, for a video game. Okay, so is it canon? Eh. No. Um, <laughs> who else is she though? She does stuff. Yeah, she's an um, um, author. And it says the use of the bad bogey hex on a non-human target, such as a chicken, could be fatal, and may have resulted in punishment by the Wizengamot. That's very specific to have picked a chicken. Um. But we see Ginny uses it on Neville. She also uses it on Zach Smith um, on the Hogwarts Express. (laughs) And then (laughs) Horace Slughorn asks Ginny to join the Slug Club after seeing her use this hex. So, yeah, you know. Uh, Miranda Goshawk. Marty. I can hear Marty sneezing through the floor. Um wrote the standard book of spells in case you wanted to know her mother's name is mrs goshak and her father's name is mr goshak 
And in her picture, her hair is purple-ish blue. Um, so there's that. So they um, kind of get filled in with being told that Umbridge is being carried off by the centaurs and, you know, everything. And that Grop, that's Hagrid's brother, scared them off and basically saved Harry and Hermione. Uh, Harry confirms that the serious situation and then they try and figure out like how they're going to get to London. So that's where we're at. They're like, all right, so we got to get there. Everything else is kind of taken care of. So what are we going to do? So Luna speaks up and says, well, we'll fly, of course. But the problem is because Harry's like, uh, well, Ron's the only one with the broom and you're not included in this weed. He's talking to Luna. Um, and then Ginny speaks up and Ron's like, yeah, you're not going. And Harry's like, uh, yeah, no, no. Like he when he says we he really just means Harry, Ron and Hermione, basically. Um, but she points out she being Ginny points out that she's three years older than Harry and Ron were when they went um, to like go do like the stuff. Well, you know, it really was just Harry. I'm thinking Chamber of Secrets. Harry fighting off Voldemort over the Sorcerer's Stone. You know, she's like, I'm older than you. We're doing that. So, like, I'm coming with you. And then Neville, I love him, speaks up and says, we were all in the DA together. It was supposed to be about fighting you know who, wasn't it? And this is the first chance we've got to do something real. Or was that all just a game or something? I mean, like, kind of says it like quietly because he like wants to they want they've come here to help. And they want to make sure that, like, they can do something for their friend and, like, help him. Um, So they're like, yeah, it wasn't a game. Like, we were serious about it, blah, blah, blah. So, like, Harry and Ryan kind of, like, get exchange looks. And basically, it's like they, they think to themselves that if they had their pick of people, like, members from the DA, these are not the ones they probably would have chosen them to help with Sirius. Um, But it doesn't really matter because they still don't have a way of getting there. And I said, I think that this is, like, a great group to go into a battle with because when you're doing something like that, you really need people that are loyal to you and that have your back no matter what. And that's exactly how I would describe everyone that's about to go with Harry. Like, every single one of them as well and like obviously you see what they've just gone through now but like they're about to go through so much worse and throughout the entire rest of the series these are the people that are there fighting with him you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah totally yeah are you gonna tell me it's the horcrux no i was gonna tell you something about seven <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no like like having this group of people how you said these are the people you want to like be with it just makes me think of when they were all coming back to the room of requirement and getting ready to fight the battle of Hogwarts. And it's like, these are the people. Yeah. Neville seems like a completely changed person, but in reality, he's not far off from the guy he is in this moment. In Correct. Seven. I think that this, this for Neville is a huge coming into himself turning point because he really, he's always been the type of guy that he's willing to go like a long way for his friends and you see that here and really you could describe this of all, all of the people here. Um, and then you see how we talk about like, he's like the quintessential Gryffindor and he's really just about to go in and do what he needs to do. And then like, you see, he finally gets his own wand where yes, he was using his father's wand. And the author has said like, it's going to work better for him than it would for like anybody, but mm-hmm. like having your own wand that's chosen you is going to work best. Mm-hmm. And that really, really helps him finally come into the wizard he's supposed to be and i think that like it's just it's only up from here and then you know hottest thing to come out of hogwarts so (laughs) (laughs) anywho's so anyways i like this group of people 
And I just, that was gross. I spit everywhere. So oh. Luna reminds him that she said, because they're like, well, we don't have a way of getting there. She's like, I just said we're going to fly. And then she, um, they're pointed out that, you know, there's other ways to fly basically besides broomsticks. I spelled that wrong. No, I didn't. Whatever. And Ron goes, <laughs> I suppose say. we're going to ride <laughs> at the sad. back of that khaki snorkel or whatever it is. And I had to put that because it made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's like no the crumpled horn snorkack uh can't fly Dumb. and she says that but they can fly <laughs> they being the thing that she's kind of like talking about and she's like they're also good at finding places that the rider is looking for so harry whirls around standing between two trees their white eyes gleaming eerily were two thestrals watching the whispered conversation as though they understood every word just wee ponies so uh, let's talk about Thestrals. More and more, I keep thinking I might want to get a Thestral tattoo, but I'm super cool. That. I love yeah. Thestrals. So we know it's a breed of winged horses with a skeletal body, face of a rep- with reptilian features, and a wide leathery wings that resemble a bat's. They're native to the British Isles and Ireland, though they have been spotted in parts of France and the Iberian Peninsula. They are very rare and are considered dangerous by the British Ministry of Magic, but like. They don't seem that dangerous. I think that's more so a classification out of a fear, but yes. they also aren't They're, to be messed with. We also, well, yeah, but I feel like that's about anybody. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you should have, they can hold their own, but be, I don't let's think be they a thousand should be percent honest. You should have X. consent before touching anything. Like you're not just going to go up to a dog and start petting it. You shouldn't do that. You should like make sure that they like let you, you also shouldn't just touch humans without their consent. Good. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also know the Ministry of Magic is prejudiced. So anyways, Thestrals are undeservedly known as omens of misfortune and aggression by many wizards because they are visible only to those who have witnessed death at least once or due to their somewhat grim, gaunt, and ghostly appearance. Um, it says due to Thestrals classification with four X's, only experienced, I don't know why I said that weird, that word that weirdly, experienced wizards should handle Thestrals. Breeding as well as owning these beasts may be discouraged or even illegal without ministry consent. In fact, wizards that live in areas do not not protected uh, against muggles are forced by the law to perform disillusionment terms on their thestrals regularly. Well, I'm like, I was thinking, I'm like, but that, what does it matter? They're not going to see it, but muggles also can witness people dying. Um, and it's also one possible corporal, corporeal form of the Patronus charm. Um. So that's some fun facts. And we've talked about Thestrals before. Um, we did a Felix Files on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I also looked up um, some other ways of magical transport because, you know, it's always fun to talk about it again. So on the wizardingworld.com, this writing is super small. My old eyes can't read it. Um it's like the toilet network. So it's fancy flushing yourself down the loo to work every morning, but that's how you get in one way to get into the ministry of magic, the night bus. Um, we've seen Harry on this and, you know, Thestrals. Um, but you like with Thestrals, there's a part of it. where like, we're going to see that they're going to, people can't literally see them. So like that, that's kind of terrifying to be on riding yeah. something that you can't see. Can you imagine riding that and then like looking down and seeing nothing underneath you except for the sky and ground? It makes me think That'd of the insane. invisible mobile. 
<laughs> but like, it would be really difficult to ride them if I couldn't see them. It's, it's just like, like a mind game. <laughs> so here's my thing. So you're riding up in the sky like fireball, fireball. <laughs> you're on the festival. You're up high flying, going where you need to go. And like I'm looking up. I've never seen anyone die, say. I mean, I can't say that, but let's pretend. So I'm watching the Thestral fly, right? Um, but I'm not because I can't see it. Do I see you just like floating yeah. through there? <laughs> yeah, I think, so. I think so. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, like you're sitting on something, but you're just <laughs> floating. It's like that. In the, the brooms have those invisible like cushion charms. That's all I think about it too. Is like I know you can see their broom, but the cushion's invisible. So this also goes to say like you could ride centaurs, but again, that's like not really a thing that you're allowed to do. Yikes. Although Ferenc does let Harry ride his back in um, his first year. The Fort Anglia, we saw them fly that. Now it's in the Whomping Willow. It's not in the Whomping Willow. <laughs> It's in the forest. Uh, Fox the <laughs> Phoenix, you know, he carries them out of the Chamber of Secrets. We see them later on. They ride the dragon. But, like, I'm pretty sure that they've talked about, like, flying carpets in the past. Um, and uh, I think that's, like, pretty much it. Well, I think there's other ways. But they, like, the, the easiest way, like, flu network to transportate, to transport themselves, um, apparating, and rooms are like the top ways transportate. to transportate <laughs> <laughs> it's like transporting and potatoes at the same time um so harry goes to touch one kind of wondering why he ever thought they were ugly um ron is nervous basically because he can't see them um but they only they only need two thestrals hermione said they needed three. Oh, so originally harry's like just ron and i are going i'm guessing mm. so then He's like, we only need the two. And then Hermione's like, oh, no, we need three. Like, she's thinking, I didn't just go through all of this. You're not leaving me here. Ginny says four. Then Luna calmly says that there are six of them. So Harry angrily says that they can't all go. Like, he's like, kind of like, this is getting ridiculous. He tells Neville, Ginny, and Luna that they are not involved in it. They kind of protest. They're like, nah. Um, And like, then his scar gives him a painful twinge. And then he finally is like, fine, it's your choice if you want to come. But like, if we can't find any more Thestros, like you're not coming like I, you, one per customer kind of thing. Um, <laughs> one per so Jenny confidently says that there is going to be more to come. But even though like she's confidently saying this, but Harry obviously can see them and he's also can see where Harry or Ron and her or Ron and Ginny are looking and they're looking in the wrong direction. <laughs> um, but she points out that both Harry and Hermione are covered in blood. And so if we remember, Hagrid had told them that Thestrals can be lured with raw meat. So they're assuming that the reason the Thestrals showed up in the first place is because they're smelling the blood on these students and at this moment um a thestral chooses to start licking the blood off of harry's um sleeve it's just so. a small pony i want to pet it so harry's like because he doesn't want to wait anymore you know he wanted to leave 80 years before all of this happened like he wanted to leave before sirius was 80. even in fake trouble you know fake trouble oh oh my heart two two oh. chapters and he's gone Ugh. yeah yeah, Stop. it's 
It's so sad. I might start crying. And I have to talk. I have to be the one to talk about it. <gasps> Beyond the veil. Anyway, so Harry doesn't want to. He doesn't want to wait. I don't want to wait. Life to be over. <laughs> <laughs> I like that song. So he's like, all right, well, we're going to split up. He's like, Ron and I are going to take these two Thestrals. Um, basically saying, like, we're going to get a head start. Y'all stay back. Um, and then when more come, you can join us and Hermione's like y'all are not leaving me behind like no 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 I'm not staying behind and then oh, Luna nay, po- nay. Uh, <laughs> no, no. yeah so oh, Luna nay. then points out that there are more coming now so that they'll all be able to go and so here he goes all right he said angrily pick one and get on then and that's the end of the chapter so sassy <sighs> we're just getting so close to the sadness and I um I'm so sad. You guys, I watched so a video of hers today. Ginny almost dies again, mm. like at the department. Serious dies. I, I mean, she's been. I'm just it. gonna say now, if you don't like us crying, don't listen to the next few. Episodes. It's gonna be so <laughs> sad. <laughs> I will also say this: I did not cry the first time reading this. The very first book I cried in, Harry Potter wise, was the seventh book. We're gonna have to dissect the department, though. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be a lot. like I'm First anxious now. It's so close because I don't want him to die. We have to talk about all these rooms and the brains Ugh. with the tentacles. Yeah, and chicken. the room of time. I'm so with the sad. baby head. What? Oh, so weird. Because it's I think the one that I think it's beyond the veil. Hey, remember when all the time turners were destroyed? Ooh. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i just read the last line and i'm already tearing up so let's yeah oh my gosh okay sarah why sarah why oh why would you read it i don't because know. she hates everything i mean so it's not she, like i don't know what's gonna so happen she just but... reads reads the last lines of books and gets sad oh man all right first question yes. comes from carissa yes. if you could pick only <laughs> wait if you could perform only one spell non-verbally which one would you pick akio i'm real lazy <laughs> i was thinking akio akio or luma because you could also look like a jedi that's true <laughs> be awesome. probably crucio Tiffany! Tiffany! Oh my. Tiffany's just sitting there, someone just starts writhing in pain. That's horrible. It was me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. I was thinking Akio too. That's too easy. Anything from the book Charm Your Own Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Ze fromage. (laughs) I don't know. Ooh, Lumos would be a good one because I always hate trying to like find my phone, turn on the light. Mm. Yeah. Real problem. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure, like, think of something like not popular. <laughs> What's a good just one? Just pick but, yourself. Like, it's going to be no, like you're going to really want to do a popular one non verbally, like, all the time. <gasps> you want it to be a convenient one. Scorchify. Scorchify. Oh, yeah, oh, Tim, yeah. That. That's a good one. Thank you, Caitlin. From I Discord. like you. That is from a good Discord. one. I can't help it that I'm popular. <laughs> all right. Father. 
the oh, next one comes from Jenny Fire. Mm. Um, and I actually saw her ask this question, so I looked it up. Oh. <laughs> she said, how long do you think it took the Thestrals to fly from Hogwarts to London? So I found a stack exchange conversation. Of course. I know, good old stack stack exchange. exchange. Um, But this person, like, did the math. So they... They're like, I'm not going to be 100% accurate. Also, I don't. Oh, wait, this is answered by Disturbed Neo. Do you mean Neopet? Hey, shout out to Neopet. Disturbed Um, because I haven't been fed in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. So they say, I'm not going to be 100% accurate here, but Firebolt broomsticks are listed as having top speeds of at least 150 miles per hour. And it's said in Order of the Phoenix that Harry felt like he was going faster than he ever had before when he was on the Thestral. So knowing those two things... We can say a Thestral has a top speed surpassing the Firebolt, meaning it likely goes at least 180 miles per hour for Harry to be able to notice the difference in speed. Hogwarts' exact location in Scotland is unknown. Hermione says at one point that it's near Dufftown, which is in Upper Eastern Scotland, but the landscapes don't really match up too well. But we'll take her word for it, though, and say Hogwarts is roughly 580 miles from London. Knowing that distance and a roughly correct speed for the Thestrals, we can calculate the time as being approximately 3.222 hours. Mia, you were right. If we take into account that my estimation of Thestral speed is shaky and that Hermione's estimation of Hogwarts' exact location is equally so, we can easily extend the the range of time taken to be three to four hours. It took them to get from Hogwarts to London. 580 miles is six. Whoa. Whoa, that number doesn't make sense. What? 580 miles is how many DeVitos? <laughs> That's a lot, a lot of, DeVito. of DeVito. No, there's a missing number and I'm confused. <laughs> oh. But I thought that, that was a cool number. question. <laughs> it's a Math lot. man. <laughs> Math. <laughs> Next question. Epic username which is an epic username, asks, yes or no, <laughs> would you take a ride on a magical creature that you couldn't see? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would. Sure. It would just, like, Kate. It's just going to take a second to, like, get used to it, you know? It's I would like, want to pet its Everybody else is going. But, like, why can't we see it? Is it, like, a Thestral situation? Yeah. Yeah. I I I can see, I that's would be able to see what, it that's that's what not no just like what if you couldn't see it would you do it well yeah okay but like I want to know why like what makes it was a yes or no question it. Ravenclaw <laughs> <laughs> I said yes I mean I, the things I that you are asking are not important are you saying, <laughs> they don't exist is it the invisible boatmobile because yes sure it's <gasps> the invisible boatmobile <laughs> which one am I. I don't know. You're from the episode of Family Guy with the invisible plane where she's in the bathroom. Ooh, 580 miles is 634,979.023 DeVitos. Dang. How many Doritos Dang. is that? What's the size How of many 3D now? Doritos is that? Can we figure that out? My math friends, please let us know. Somebody how many measure Doritos a Dorito. What is the circumference of a Dorito? Okay. Well, next question. Megan's like, no, we're not doing this. (laughs) Comes from Brandon with the fresh cut. What color geranium would each host be? Uh, Megan would be black. Blue, yellow, and green. (laughs) 
don't want to be a geranium. If you were a green geranium, you'd be your least favorite part of the geranium. Oh, the leaves. <laughs> They're so ugly. <laughs> Ugh, the leaves. Oh, according to Walmart.com, the, the dimensions of a Dorito is 3.58 times 9.06 times 12 point. That can't be right. That's oh, probably the bag. bag. <laughs> I was going to say a 12-inch Dorito. Give me that Dorito. <laughs> Somebody oh, measure wow. a Dorito and so who has Doritos? Discord. They've Which one of you got like a bag of Doritos? Let's go. Would be my guess. Are you doing corner to corner or a long ways? Is it all the oh, same? The triangle, right? It's triangle. Somebody inches. do some triangle geometry. Triangle do you have to compensate right. for the bumps? Man. I'm asking the next question. Uh, <laughs> again, I would want to be pink. I would want to be pink geranium. I'd be. Oh, but we said color. blue for you. Well, we yeah, because that's for Ravenclaw. <laughs> but I would say, honestly, I would say red or pink for me. Or purple. Because <laughs> purple Tiffany's exists. Color. Actually, yeah, purple's actually. not my favorite color anymore. Oh. I like light, like this pink. I'd be orange. Okay. Tiffany, Just... do you want to change our logo? <laughs> <laughs> we could for Valentine's Day. Aww. Millennial pink. Yeah. Yeah, I do like millennial pink. And I like side parts. And I like uh, skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. And And I like the crying laughing emoji. I I tried out the skull emoji. It didn't work for me. Well, first Meg did the wrong skull emoji. She did the crossbones. Yeah, but that was a pirate. No, no, Meg. No. Just do the eye dash. No, I'm going to do the dang laughing emoji because I like it. (laughs) All right. Uh, next question is just for Katie again from Brandon with the fresh cut. Wit, would each host be a goose or a geese? Tell us who's who's who. I'd be a goose and y'all be geese because you're extra. I would. Agree. I would agree that at least Tiffany and I are geeses. I prefer to be geeses, mooses, and mieses whenever given the opportunity. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Everything. Remember when you. Geese were different. <laughs> I thought it was a goose it's and a, a geese. It's a gaggle. A, it's gaggle. a gaggle of geese. Did you know that? Um, what do you think? Of, like, I what think would be does. like a group of swishers There's called? We gotta get a group. Like, we gotta get a name for that. A, a group of swishers. A swish. <laughs> a swish. <laughs> oh, I'm funny. gonna go with Mia's squid squad of swishers. Squid squad. squid squad, squid squad, and um, squad. And we're gonna I, move on from that to... and go to the next question, which is oh. from Abby. Yes. Which HP death makes you cry the hardest? Dumbledore. Um. Fred. So I had like literally like I have not reread like the last books. Um, in a long time. So my first reread through, I did not cry until the end of seven. Um, but I've already cried several times, so I don't know. I can't answer this yet. I think that Sirius and Fred and Remus and, um, pick one. God. Yeah. But like, they're all like so tragic in their own way. Pick one. I'm not picking one. You can't make me. That's lightning bolt round. I don't care. Sarah. I'm never gonna be pick one. So pick it. No, pick it. No, flip a coin then. Then you no. don't have to pick. Fate does. No, Katie. Uh Remus. That was really sad and not fair. 
See, I was going to say Remus, but like, uh, it just happened so fast. Yeah, that's like, what sucks. I mean, you don't Fred's, even see it happen. Fred's was just like so. That one. Yeah. That one was so tragic. shocking and it time is given to it and it is sad. Yeah, it is sad. It's mm-hmm. my stomach hurts thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. <sighs> I'm going to do one more. Annabelle asks, would you let Neville, Ginny, and Laura come with Laura? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know Laura. I don't know actually. Does she believe in the khaki snaggles or whatever he says? <laughs> Laura! Uh, would you let Neville, Ginny, and Luna come with you if you were in Harry's position? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I would, I would want yeah. all my peeps. I'm gonna say this is for the love of uh, Laura, or something. <laughs> oh, Laura, Laura! All right. First <sighs> off, we did have a bingo, and it went to Hufflepuff. Why is it in pink? Whatever. What? Bingo shouldn't it be in yellow? Because they won. Yeah, I just didn't black. change the color. Um, Laura so, is Eric Munch's daughter. <laughs> the house cup goes to Hufflepuff very narrowly. Woo, woo, woo! It was you guys were only twenty points ahead of Ravenclaw. Come so on, the, blue team. The house cup goes to Slytherin. Ooh, we're the beat. I mean, Badger Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with me today? Where did you say it went to? You know, Slytherin. I don't think what? you and Vinny should be in charge of this anymore. <laughs> I think that you sneaky snakes are getting in there and trying to win all the time. Mm-hmm. I Accurate. don't Vinny, cheat. Lying is a sin, and neither does Vinny. We don't cheat. Oh my God, Tiffany. Tiffany's Bernie gives me life. Tiffany's feeling the burn. I look really good as Bernie. (laughs) Can you put her face on Bernie sitting in the chair? Yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Mia, no cheating has occurred recently. (laughs) Recently. (laughs) And I love that you added the LOL at the end. (laughs) (sighs) All right. (laughs) Fan story. Yes. I do love Bernie. All right. This week, the fan story comes from Siri. Is this the Apple Siri? What? Submitting their story? I mean, probably. I I doubt it. This Siri is probably cooler. Better. Better. Faster, stronger. What is that? This is your you you you're used up your funnier than Sarah quota for the year. <laughs> Coming in hot with Laura and then the Kanye quotes. God. Oh man. I didn't think it was just him. my night. What can I say? That's so funny. Oh. All right. Siri, this is for you. Dear Tiffany, oh, Megan, Katie, and Sarah, and Florence, of course. Oh, I'd like to start. I'd like to start this email by thanking you for making one of my absolute favorite podcasts. I've listened to it for a long time and decided that I should finally share with you. 
my Potter story. It's nothing special, but it gives me a reason to sit down and actually sort it out. So here I go. Um, It's special. Yep. Yeesh. My first distinct memory of Harry Potter was when my parents showed my brother and I the first movie. <laughs> I don't remember quite how old I was, maybe six to seven. But we made it through almost the entire movie, but I got scared when they started playing the giant wizard's chest, so we turned it off. Which now that I'm ki- now that I'm older kind of annoys me because we were so close to making it through the entire film. After that, I was not really that invested in it, but later I did watch all the films and my brother had so many of the Harry Potter Lego sets, we played with those too. And my parents took us to see the Deathly Hallows when that came out. So I've always liked Harry Potter but was not really as obsessed as I am now. I've watched the movies several times. I don't really know how many, too many to count. I was sorted into Hufflepuff. Yeah, on Pottermore when I was about 16. <laughs> I think before they changed it up and when I got myself resorted, I was once again placed in Hufflepuff, which I was very pleased with because it certainly feels 100% right for me. The summer of 2014, after I gotten sorted into Hufflepuff for the first time, my dad took my brother and I to a Harry Potter ex- exhibit and I absolutely loved it, but it wasn't until The tr- Cursed Child came out that I read the books. I've been wanting to for a long time and had tried many times, but I'd stopped a few times for different reasons. For example, finding it boring and not liking reading the story in Swedish. But when The Cursed Child came out, I wanted to read that, but I was determined to read the original books first, so I finally bought them all and read them and loved them. I read Prisoner of Azkaban in 12 hours, only taking food and toilet breaks. I think I beat the Prisoner of Azkaban Game Boy Advance game in like 12 hours. So, cool. Now I'm absolutely in love with this world and so incredibly enveloped in it that I can't even believe that I wasn't always this in love with it. I really do feel the need to wrap it up here because it feels far too long by now. It's not. So I'm just going to add some small facts here in the end. My wand is ebony wood with a unicorn hair core. It's 12 and a quarter and slightly yielding flexibility. My Patronus is a West Highland Terrier, which makes me super happy because when I was little, my cousins used to have one of those. And my favorite characters are Sirius Black and Cedric Diggory. Too bad I couldn't have favorites that actually survived. Oh, well. If you made it through all this rambling, thank you and keep doing what you're doing. You're amazing. All the love, Siri. Thank you. All the love back to you. That was definitely special. Yeah, that was totally special. Also, I love your Patronus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I don't think I've ever read that like someone didn't read the books, didn't force themselves to read the books until Chris Child, and then was like, nah, I can't read that, which I think is a very smart choice. Mm. And went through and read all the books and then finally went to Chris Child. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Also, That's sorry you, about Siri. your favorite characters. Yeah. yeah. I feel ya. I feel ya. I didn't pick a joke out. But Siri, thank you for sharing your story. Remember, <laughs> keep sending them to us. Send them to our email which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Yes. Dot net. <laughs> dot org. <laughs> it's, 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 it's dot com. com. <laughs> <laughs> oh All right. Give me a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you hear about the spell Fred used to make George levitate? He used Wingardium Levibrosa. Hey, I can get on board with that. <laughs> I have uh, a flying joke. Oh, yes. boy. How was it? 
<laughs> wasn't like flying for the first time. I think I did quite well. Everyone in the room was clapping, the second mosquito said. <laughs> you get it? It's the second mosquito that was singing it for the first one. They're clapping because there's mosquitoes. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Here's, here's another one. What's the difference between a hot potato and oh a flying God. pig? One's a heated yam and one's a yeeted ham. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Ooh, there's another funny one. Why was the flying carpet racer banned from the competition? He was caught using performance enhancing rugs. <laughs> <laughs> Outrageous. I love when you leave. <laughs> what is wrong with us? Sarah's <laughs> <laughs> <Sir is> crying. <laughs> All right, everybody, follow oh your host on social media. <laughs> Myself and Katie are on Twitter and Instagram at the Peaches Family. Ooh. Tiffany's on Twitter and Instagram at Tiff Swish underscore Flick, and Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's. Tiffany, watch out too. Stuff and things next. <laughs> oh, well, we've been we released a new Padawan transmissions episode last Friday as of today. So I think what is there three out now? Correct. So there's like our by the time this comes out, there'll be four intro and blah blah blah. So we started, um, we're watching if you don't know what I'm talking about. So that is Sarah and, and my star wars podcast and basically it's a podcast about star wars for everyone so you don't have to know everything because as a padawan you're learning and also, so are we, we don't know anything not anything <laughs> we know we don't know everything we know some things and it's just fun <laughs> and so we're starting with episode one and how it works is is we are watching the movie in half hour increments and then we're breaking down. So Sarah's breaking down 15 minutes and then I'll break down 15 minutes. And we talk about things. We talk about obviously like what happens in the, in that time and like pull out characters and, and, and planets and, and things like that and talk about them. And it's been, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> we don't know how to say most words. I mean, but y'all, if but you we try watch, or you watch us. If you listen to this podcast, you'll already know that, especially yeah. me. But it's genuinely been, don't know how to say anything. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And I've been doing a super difficult workout. And I will say that I, so you do an AMRAP, which is as many rounds as possible in like three out of the five workouts every week. And a couple, a day ago, I beat the trainer in rounds and then today, the trainer started the workout by saying, this is the hardest one out of the nine weeks. So I was like, oh, everything's fine. <laughs> like, let's, <laughs> let's start. And I tied her in rounds, which I'm really, really proud of because, you know, she's in really good shape. <laughs> so I've been trying my hardest and I've been having a lot That's of fun awesome. with it. And I have my friends like who've been switching over to my fitness coach. So they're all part of like this Harry Potter challenge that we've been doing. And it's really exciting. So if you would like to do workouts at home that make you feel super strong like Katie and I do, 
my fitness coach is short girl fitness on Instagram and she's a Potterhead and she's really cool. And her challenges are fun. And that's, Oh, I've been playing it so much breath of the wild lately. So like anytime lady Supreme naps, I'm hunting shrines and Korok seeds and I'm waiting because this week, Katie and Megan, sorry, Sasa, Mario comes out. Yeah. Bowser's oh Fury gosh, comes I out. Forgot. I just want to be a cat <laughs> and now I can. Yes. I watched that preview video and it looks so good. I'm so excited. So um if you don't know, you can play like multiplayer together, like so you can play as a team or you can play against each other and you can be a cat and it looks awesome. Oh yeah. And I'm excited. Video games. What am I doing? Mm. I've been reading a lot. Um, I finished books? Symptoms of Being Human, the book that Katie talked about, I think, in the last episode at the end. It was mm-hmm. very good. Um, and I don't know what I'm going to read next. I think that I... Um, so one of our... One of our listeners sent me a package of books, and those, these are the ones that I've been going through. So I think I'm going to read another one from her. Um, I'm going to do Eliza and Her Monsters. I think I'm going to read that next. Um, but we's, we've also been watching the documentary on R. Kelly. It's, like, hard to watch. It's, it's um, horrifying. It's really, it's really bad. I mean, like, it's a well-made documentary but it's just Mm -hmm. about a horrible topic um and what else have we been doing really like i feel like that's it (laughs) well katie finish for me Um, (laughs) what else have we been doing i've also been reading i read a book i don't know if you talked about this book on the pod i don't know maybe meg read it and sarah's waiting for it and i have like 40 (laughs) pages left so i'll finish it tonight it's called scythe it's so good. I can't wait to read the rest of the trilogy. I didn't. Expect I ordered to the like second it. one. That's what I did. Yeah. I ordered the second one in that series. Are they all? I didn't out? expect it to like it as much as I do. I think a fourth one might be coming out, but there's three out right now. Okay. It's so good, and like Meg said, if she talked, I don't know. It. I thought it was gonna go in a Hunger Games direction. I was losing interest, and then boom! It did not. It took off in this other direction, and it hooked me, and it's really good. Um, other than that, my cat learned again today that candles are not for whiskers. Aww. And <laughs> he did. Oh, he's fine. He it just singed him. He like we, he didn't even make any sound just later we were like, "But did he go by the candle cuz a couple of his little whiskers are a little curly on the end." <laughs> oh my gosh. We learned that as a kitten, but apparently he does not remember. Um and... also, I want to let you know that there are only 3 books in the series and it's complete. Okay. Cool. It's called Would Arc I of like a Scythe. It? Would I like it? Did you like the Hunger Games? Yeah. You would probably like it. It's like super, super interesting. I'll never forget when my cousin spoiled Hunger Games for me on accident and then didn't realize it. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, was literally, it it's like, whatever. Was it Colette? Yeah. Okay. She I remember her reading yeah. those. She, well, because I was reading, we were in the car and I was reading the first one and she said something about the second one. And I was like, well, basically, I know, blah, 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 blah. She's like, what? She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, really, I don't. It's all right. <laughs> I do this to myself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, whatever. <laughs> all right. 
Um, but I think that's about it. If anybody needs some design work, I've caught up on a lot of design work. So <laughs> call me. Now's the time. I'll design for you. <laughs> <laughs> Now's the time. Oh, I know. I'll give an update. Hopefully, by the time this episode comes out, these boxes are packed and shipped to all of you Phoenix Plus patrons. But we are fast approaching everything arriving for the Phoenix Plus boxes. Um, Are you going to send our shirts in my book box? Actually, yeah, I can do that. I didn't think about it. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Um, (laughs) It's a cute shirt and I want to wear it. (laughs) (laughs) So. Well, Sarah just gave away it. There's a shirt in the box. No, I'm just kidding. There's always box. a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you get a shirt. <laughs> you get a shirt. Um, but I really, really love this box. I am excited um, for everybody to get them. And again, like we've been saying, the theme for this one is cozy because a lot of you guys are stuck in the cold weather right now. And that was basically the inspiration for this box to help you out with... Uh, being cold <laughs> cozy. we're gonna cozy. all we are gonna put ourselves in the boxes you're gonna get one big warm hug from us <laughs> basically <laughs> so anyway i'm excited to send these out we're waiting on one more thing two more things to arrive technically but we're gonna get jump we're gonna get a jump start on starting packing them up um before those things come in so hopefully they'll be Shipped in a couple days. The boys are going to love all the boxes. Apologies oh, if you get cat hair in your they're box. They're going to love it, and you will get cat hair. <laughs> they're clean dudes, <laughs> I promise. Oh, my they gosh. They baths daily. The, oh, my gosh. The blanket, <laughs> the blanket you sent me, Fozzie was like... <laughs> I'm like, yeah, there's cat hair on this blanket. I'm sorry. Who are these kids? <laughs> Other animals. <laughs> Sasa, take it away. Um, so since we've last recorded, I've read one book because I worked all weekend. Um, so I finished Uncomfortable Conversations with the Black Man. Um, and I really liked it. Um, and I also really love that he gives a lot of like other places you can find more information, um, like whether it's more books to read or just articles or like papers people have written podcasts um things to watch so it's like it doesn't end like the conversation um so i really i really encourage people to read it it was a good read um but if you're if you're not like a reader um he also has a youtube series that like he talks about all of these things um so i suggest it's a manual acho is the man that wrote the book and then he um, has a youtube series you can also find him on instagram and all that stuff and then um my next read, I'm current. I just started Children of Blood and Bone, which I was recommended by someone, um, and the author was even like inspired by like Harry Potter. Um, so so far, I like it. I'm only like a couple pages, well, like fifty pages in. A couple. Um, well, I mean, it's like a five hundred page book. So I'm hoping, um, and I think this is supposed to be a trilogy, but only two books are out so far. Um, but I so far I've been enjoying it. I will let you know once I finish it how I feel. Um, and then I have like more on my to read list. And that's pretty much all I'm doing. Um, trying to think what else. Oh, I have some family members. If you could just keep them in your thoughts and prayers, I would appreciate it. Um, yep. So yeah. 
That's all I'm doing is reading and trying to survive winter in the cold tundra that is Cleveland. It's it really is not that very bad. I mean, it's cold. cold. I say that. It's cold. I had a light jacket on today and it was 22 degrees outside. So. You always do that, though. That's, I know. Because I don't like, want to wear like, a massive coat. Because like, I'm only going to be outside for like five seconds. Feel not that. really. It's like from walking from the car to the inside. Um, so, But I, mean, I had a, sh- uh, well, it's not a super thick sweater, but I did have a sweater on today. A sweater. A sweater. It's sweater weather. Um, so, yeah. I'm enjoying my book. Um, I'm excited for the ones that they're going to send me. Um, I've spent way too much money on small shops buying things I don't need this past week. I bought jewelry that I don't need, but it's cute. And that's all I've done. <laughs> that's all. It's like, a and lot. we just bought more. I know. God knows. I don't need any more cups, but I bought really like a really cute. It's called Hey June. I bought some jewelry from her. Hey She's a little small June. shop. Um, so yeah, June. Actually, she had really cute um, Harry Potter glass or Harry Potter. She's got like two pairs of well, technically three. So she's got some pairs of earrings on her store that are like little lightning bolts. But she also had ones that were the glasses with the lightning bolt. Mm. But I don't. It's not my speed, so I just got lightning bolt earrings. They're very cute. Um, and then a couple of other things from her shop. So, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, that's my life. It's February. Happy Valentine's Day, belated to people. Yeah. Yep, I think it'll be a week late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Missed the opportunity. Should have said it last time. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. Oh my. Um. Well, this was for hooves and what? For hooves, hooves and hands. For hooves. <laughs> for for Laura's and Luna's. Oh, Laura. For Hagger Laura. and Humbridge. Umbridge. Oh, Laura. Forgot about that. What'd you call him? Laura and Luna, they're sisters. But Magorian, what'd you call him? Mandragorian. Man, for Mandragorian. So, you said no, Mandragoric. Oh, I wrote it down. I mean, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. It's been documented. It's on the internet Wait, when this airs. I have that one thing out. to say, actually. So, Heck yes. Timmy and I are going to actually start kind of like talk. So, my best friend Jen has never read the books. I think she's only seen one movie. Um, but we are going to, she listened. She's almost done listening to the first Harry Potter book. So we're going to talk about it with her on a Felix files that will be like out shortly. Um, and I think she's going to try to read like, or she's listening to them. So she's going to try to read like the whole series. Um, but it was funny cause she sent me a text today about Draco and I was so confused. Cause I was like, why do you know that name? Uh, cause I don't talk to her about Harry Potter. Cause that's just not something we really talk about. I mean, I do, but not like, that's not like a big conversation starter or anything. And I was like, I totally forgot you were listening. I'm like, I was very confused for a moment. It was like, wait, 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 why do you know that name? Um, so check that out. It's good. I think it's going to be fun, especially with the three of us chatting about Potter. Harry, Harry Potter, just Harry. All right. It's so this episode is for everything that we listed like 30 seconds ago. (laughs) 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 Hooves, Hands, Laura, Mandragoric, uh, Humbridge, Hagar, Hagar. All right, all of that. So that concludes Merle, Merle Haggard, everybody, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. Amazing. Don't
my voice. <laughs> I once tried to pick up a wine glass with my foot. It didn't end well. You're so weird. <laughs> You've all done questionable, odd things. I have a student that keeps holding her feet up to the camera during class. And all I can think of is you. Because <laughs> she's like waving her foot around and she'll like wave it high. I'm like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Conway Twitty. <laughs> Why are you looking? It's in our do- Google Doc the, right above where you were typing. The Doodle Doc. <laughs> the Doodle Doc. <laughs> she's not good enough to be in my group. It is my second house, though. We don't let her in. <laughs> she doesn't know the password. <laughs> she can't get the, the riddle. The answer's Tom. The and Dar- since, since Tom, they're not allowed to have the riddle. <laughs> oh my God. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.